One, two, three. Welcome back to another Flyover Sale Film Bracket Edition. It's been a while since I got my boys to do a bracket. Um, so we wanted to do one about comedy duos in movies. Uh, before we get into the funnies, uh, if you... If, if you're watching this post June 30th, I don't know how you're not doing that. If you're doing it, you're linking into our feed. Um, Carl Reiner passed away, 98 years old, uh, legend, a hero, um, a great individual, uh, known for Dick Van Dyke show. His work with Steve Martin, the jerk, the man who with two brains, and. Uh, Fuck yeah, I the saw man. Somebody said that Steve Martin and Carl Reiner were like comedy Scorsese and De Niro. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good point. Like uh, wow, that is. That man don't wear plaid. That's another one. Um, if you don't know him from his works, probably you know him from his TV spots <laughs> in Frasier and Larry Sanders and Alec McBeal, Parks and Rec, Two and a Half Men. Um, maybe you know him from Ocean's Eleven or his voice work in Family Guy, The Cleveland Show. King of the Hill, Toy Story 4. Jesus. But more than likely, you know him because of Mel Brooks. Uh, Brian, before you fade away, take it away. Yeah, give me a chance to get a full sentence out here. See how the the, the feed holds. But no, it's just well known that Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner had one of these like legendary comedy friendships. They met in the 50s, maybe even in 1950, like with the zero at the end. <laughs> uh, they started doing a, movie, a show with Sid Caesar, your show of shows, kind of like a variety comedy, you know, Mel Brooks type shit. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then have gone on, obviously, through the years and worked together. Uh, 2000 pound old man is one of their like one of those classic Reiner Mel Brooks bits you should look up. Um, and then even on into their later years in, in in the last just couple where they both are widowers were widowers that, you know, without their wives every night they would get together and have dinner together and like watch a movie. And that's just, just fucking amazing. Like you're just that's fucking legends. Cool. And we didn't plan this bracket for him, but I mean, it's just yeah. very appropriate because yeah. of, of that iconic friendship to, to shout him out and pay tribute it's, to a, a true icon, you know? Well, I think yeah. It's crazy, because even at 98, like, literally two days ago, I remember seeing the photo of him, Mel Brooks, and uh, uh, Carl Reiner's daughter on the bed, and they all have their Black Lives Matter shirts on. It was Mel's think, birthday. Like, he was turning 94. Yeah. You know, the younger. He yeah. was the younger of the two, you see. <laughs> Surprise. And, and just being like, and being like, you know, wow, he looks young. Like, he looks good for someone who's 98. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've been around some 98-year-olds. That shit can be very grim. <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have a bracket of comedy duos. We had to pare it down a lot. Um, we eliminated many of them that are based on TV uh, most work. People who did, like, their uh, best work on TV or their most uh, most memorable work on TV. Yeah. A lot uh, of SNL. Uh, a lot know. of SNL. Uh, like... Uh, a lot of sketch Mike comedy. Myers and Dana Carvey was cut. Um, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were cut. Uh, who else was cut? Bob Odenkirk and David Cross was one that I uh, wanted to get on there, but again, more a TV thing. Yeah. Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Matt yeah. Parker, yep. Trey Stone. There are a lot of them. But Dad, Phil yeah. Hartman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, fucking head of the house. Um, so... We have eight. Uh, we I put. Hey man, you fail. It's house guest. Oh, burn! Cancel the podcast and jingle all the way. Cancel, cancel culture will get me now. Um, so <laughs> we have eight uh, duos. They're gonna go head to head. Uh, in a bracket. You see, in a bracket, you know what the fuck we're doing. So some people might call it a tournament format. Tournament format. Uh, like round that. robin, single elimination. Um, so keep in mind they are randomized so just because it says number one doesn't mean that we think it's number one but number one is Simon Pegg and Nick Frost from Shaun of the Dead Hot Fuzz Paul World's End and a few other things coming up against Seth Rogen and James Franco uh, from Pineapple Express This is the End the Interview Sausage Party and a lot more uh, TJ, how about you start us off, and then Joe, oh. Brian, and me. I would love to. To me, this isn't really a contest at all. Um, 
when I think of a duo, I think of an equal equal part com- uh, comedic balance between the two. Seth Rogen, hilarious. James Franco, not so much. He does some funny things, but it's because his friends wrote it for him. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are perfect together. I can't pick one thing bad. People be like, the world's end. But but the relationship in that movie between the two of them is spot on. And it also contrasts what they used to do and what they do in most of their movies. So I'm going to just save the rest and go Simon Pegg, Nick Frost right off the bat. Nice. I like the world's end. Uh, Joe, what's up with you? Yeah, uh, th- 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 to me, this is like this is like British version of duo one, the same duo, and mm-hmm. American version of the same duo. They have very similar traits. So this is very hard because I I do think like one of the comedic persons is superior than the other. I don't, I you know Nick Nick. So the thing is, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg have shown that they they really can't function without each other i mean they can but they don't they don't i disagree they can. i disagree but this is your time i'm yeah, not gonna inter- time, like i'm yeah. not gonna interrupt all right. you all right they can i think they can i'm not gonna they can but they don't <laughs> seth rogan and james franco are successful and do their own thing separately but when they're together they generally look like they're having a great time on screen and it's translated in all of their movies and I, every time any movie you watch with them, even in something like the interview, I'm like, wow, they just look like they're having fun on set. Like this is the end. Looks like a blast. Like I, I get it. Like you know, uh, James Rogan's definitely James. James Franco's definitely more of <laughs> an actor, more of you know, more of the actor, and needs probably that work. But it works for him. All right, Seth Rogan. Seth. So anyway, I'm just going Seth and James early on. I really like Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. But I for, find more value for myself with Seth Rogen and James Franco. Uh, Brian, where are you going with this? This is a tight a one out of one. Oh, man. I do think this is a good first round battle. And I do yeah. agree with Joe's point of this feels very much like uh, the success of or like the, the opportunities that – uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco had almost stem from the success of uh, of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Like America was like, wait, well, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's I mean, do it. Not that there's never been a pair like that, but they kind of like brought it back, you know, in a little bit. And they're like, hey, you know, a new we're doing a new era of comedy duos. Um, they also, I think, balance out well. Whereas like one is a more writer behind the scenes and performer and the other one and the other one is more of just strictly a performer and maybe doesn't like you know get involved in the creative aspect as much not to take anything away from what nick frost and uh james franco do obviously but i'm just saying like specifically seth rogan you know more of a writer comedy writer creator same thing with simon Pegg worked with edgar wright on like writing some of those movies and stuff yeah and also Um, created spaced Star Trek. Evan Goldberg, space, Evan which Goldberg. Nick Frost was on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I also think you, you guys mentioned uh, only. Well, only Yusef mentioned Paul, which I think is kind of a rare. It almost shows that does the Nick Frost Simon Pegg thing work without Edgar Wright in the mix? You know what I mean? Paul's and an okay movie. And Seth Rogen's included in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Seth Rogen also in that. Yeah. and you know, I just ah, uh, I think. Personally, I think that uh, Simon Pegg and uh, Nick Frost have the better hit rate overall, though. And I do think they have more range in what they do. Like, I, I think there is character difference from what you see in Shaun of the Dead and what you see in Hot Fuzz and what you see in uh, World's right. End, where Seth Rogen and, and uh, what's-his-face don't really – they kind of ride that same line the whole time. So I think I'll go with – I'll put my vote okay. behind Pegg and Frost also. All right. 2-1. Uh, uh, yeah, Seth Rogen, James Franco, hilarious in Pineapple Express. You cannot take that away from them. This is Dan. It's probably one of the most funny meta movies out there. Um, but yeah, that's literally the point that I was going to make is um, Seth Rogen and James Franco always have the same power dynamic between them. Uh, and the reason why, one of the reasons why I really enjoy this, uh, The World's End is because they the dynamic between Nick and Simon shifts Oh. And you get Wait. to see Simon play the loser. I think the dynamic's different in Hot Fuzz too. Actually, yeah. Like, can I 
can I enter? But like, no, like discluding no, like the disaster. Damn, discluding like the disaster. Damn, discluding, <laughs> like, the disaster. Tommy Wiseau bullshit. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> oh fuck you guys. And then like you have. <laughs> I forgot about the disaster artist. You have uh, this the great payoff of who Seth Rogen's texting in in the night before when he takes the girl's phone and it turns out to be Seth uh, James Franco. He will be remembered as he's being eliminated. So uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost move on. Uh, our next battle is equally um, fun uh, well, in terms of here. No losers yeah. on this list. No. Well, there's one loser somewhere. <laughs> um, we have Will Ferrell and John C. Riley uh, from Holmes and Watson and none other movie. That's all they've <laughs> the done. The only credit they have together. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Super weird. Step Brothers and Talligator Nights and a couple of, you know, other small tidbits. They, I think they played the Beastie Boys and they, they were in Team America's mo uh, movie. So, yeah, they've been in a few. Will Ferrell pop up and walk hard? What's his no. does he have a cameo in Walk Hard? No, no, he does. He doesn't. How walk could he not? Everybody else in the world has yeah. a cameo in Walk That's Hard. <laughs> um, versus the Waynes brothers, uh, Marlon and Sean Wayne from Little Man, White Chicks, the scary movies, and uh, Don't Be a Menace in South Central while drinking juice. Uh, Joe, you start off this round. This is another fucking hard one. Yeah, but I said. immediately like. Like, because, like, John C. Riley, Will Farrell, it's another one of those things you took prestige actor who knows how to be funny and was able to, like, pull all of Will Farrell's talents in and bounce off, and they're a perfect duo. Like, they bring it. And they have, and for this fight, too, like, the Waynes Bros, like, they make Little Man, and that is an abomination uh, to I mean, the world. They, the they. It's cancel out with Holmes and Watson, so that's that's, well, that's why I mentioned what, that that's both. What I was leading, that's what I was yeah. leading to. I, I mentioned Watson, that. Is there one misstep? And I'm just gonna save it short. I'm giving I, the Wayne's brothers. I mean, they they revived the um, they revived the spoof comedy in the late '90s with Scary Movie. Um, and those movies have some solid. The one and two have solid, solid jokes in it. it you know, yeah. um, don't be a menace hysterical uh i'm gonna edge it out though to will farrell and john c Riley, and just give them the one misstep right now because i think they're a stronger duo than what they produced um having said that you know it's a it's a split so i'm just gonna put my chips on them right now all right brian uh where are you going uh one for will and john so, so they're the major. It's three major collaborations: four Teldega Knights, Step Brothers, and Holmes. Hol Holmes and Watson. That's only three. Yeah, right? yeah. That's it. There's no other major collabs. I mean, they uh, have cameos yeah, together cameos. in a mockumentary about the Beastie Boys, and they have a cameo together in the Tim and Eric. Okay. okay. Anchorman two. In Anchorman two, I believe. Oh, in Anchorman two, they have a sure, sure, sure. That movie sucked. Um, I don't. That's hard. This is hard because, like, I'm not a huge fan. I like *Don't Be a Menace*. I like much like Joe. I do appreciate the first two scary movies, and you can a case can totally be made that, like, in the late '90s, early 2000s, the Wayne's brothers became uh, that our generation's Zucker brothers, and like, whereas they had *Airplane*, yeah. we got *Don't Be a Menace*, and we got the scary movies. Now Absolutely. you can also blame them for the string of much worse parody <laughs> movies that came out after you know what i mean they not only they may have revived a genre but they also unleashed a genre on us but <laughs> that's not their fault either you know no. what i mean they did their best um and it's hard for me not to give an edge you know i mean because there's like the creator element of it too like i always you know they were writing and and, and producing on that and there's i you know um and with the quality of that going, only two of those movies of their three big collaborations actually being good. Now, I'm a huge Step Brothers guy. Not never even seen Talladega Nights because I just didn't want to. Everybody it loves it though, and everybody says good. So I'm going to assume that it, we've got two good ones and one misfire. We have um, we have one great one and one good one. 
Yeah, one great one. And literally, Step Brothers is an all-timer. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's really good. On the strength of Step Brothers alone, you could almost get this one over. Um, ah. When I drag this fucking bracket out. I'm well, sorry. I'm sorry. I really thought I didn't think I would tough. struggle. I didn't think I would struggle this hard, hard with the Wayans brothers. Well, uh, bro, like, this is not for the precedent. So that's why, like, I, I'm with Brian. I get the struggle. The way. Yeah, no, the, this is like great. Late I'm happy with the randomized. They, as far as I'm concerned, most of their late career stuff is pretty trash, but they still are also very prolific and productive and, like, continue to work and try and continue to make. And, and that's, that, there's something to be said for that, too. Um, their swings. Yeah, I'm going to vote for the Wayans, I think, guys. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm, I, okay, so 1-1, one, one, fucking Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Step Brothers is my wife's favorite movie, I think. She, it's up there, and we've seen it a shit ton, and still makes me laugh. It's like, don't turn. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a Step Brothers <laughs> reference shirt right now. You guys uh, can't see it. <laughs> but, there's something about how the Wayne's brothers shaped my childhood that I can't ignore. Uh, they even did their 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 show. I know we're ignoring TV, but they made a show together, which is pretty fucking. Well, the sub. reason you picked them and not like Keenan is because Keenan more for TV, like Keenan and yeah. Damon both more for TV. We were going more movies, so yeah. we went with Sean and Marlon. But we all and they replaced they replaced Key and Peele because Key and Peele only had one movie. Uh, but they're b- better known for their. Are you why? Why did you make that assumption? <laughs> what do you mean replaced? You mean our toke? Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> What's what? Hey, somebody get the timestamp on that. <laughs> <laughs> snip, snip, snip. <laughs> You're saying it like it is. Um, so um, yeah, I it, there's something about scary movie that just holds up so well. And even though it, on the surface, it sucks, it still makes me laugh so much. White Chicks is something that I can watch any day of the fucking week and still laugh at it. so shitty well, it is. We just had watched American Pie, and that was super juvenile and gross and sexist, and I kind of hated it. But, like, I will watch Scary Movie and laugh my ass off, and it's worse. <laughs> it's, yeah. so, it's fucking way worse. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And I think dude, it's because they my so so many like, fucking Where's the foot? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen oh, yeah. like have you watched Don't Be a Menace in, in a while? Like it's it, oh, it's, it's of its, it's age. Um, yeah, it's of its time. It's it's it, it's just uh it's hysterical, but it's of its time. So uh TJ, are you gonna push the Waynes or are you gonna push for a tie um two one? It's your decision. <laughs> And I need you, da, 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 and I miss you. <laughs> oh, we're going white chicks all the way, baby. Uh, <laughs> the Williams brothers, to me, I, I I love John C. Riley. I think he's a fucking hoot. I have my qualms with Will Ferrell. I love Step Brothers. I think it's a fucking amazing comedy. Talladega Nights, not so much, if at all. And the rest of them, no. Oh, no, bless you. Um, love that movie. No, and then, again, I know we're going to do TVs, but the Wayne Brothers show is one of the best shows of all time. Please revisit it. Uh, Wayne's Brothers, moving on. All right. Oh, I, I think you call that an upset, boys. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, because they're black? So, um... We have no. You're the racist, actually. <laughs> no, no, I flipped it on you. No, because I think um, I think if you're looking at this list... And depending on what age you are, you're going John C. Riley will probably could win the whole thing yeah. until you boil it down. Sure. Right. Uh, so next one uh, we have is a slobber knocker of a matchup in a sense that it's going to be a fucking hard duo to beat, which is Bill Murray and Harold Ramis of Groundhog Day, Ghostbusters 1 and 2, Stripes, uh, going up against Maya Rudolph. Uh, and Kristen Wiig from Bridesmaids, Friends with Kids, and SNL. I'm going to rope it in because they they legit are a gem in the early 2000s. And I, I know we're ignoring TV, but I cannot in this instance. Um, Brian, you start us off with your favorite actor, Bill Murray. Oh, yes. Everybody knows, well-known, my love for Bill Murray. Um, but cannot deny the body of work, Harold Ramis. I know I'm the oldest guy here, and, you know, so maybe this stuff resonates a little bit more. Not that everybody didn't grow up with Ghostbusters, but uh, Harold Ramis and Bill Murray both 
creative, you know, both writers, performers, obviously, um, Harold Ramis in front of the camera in Ghostbusters movies and in Stripes, but behind the camera in Groundhog Day and yeah. also um, – which I can't believe you got you didn't mention, but now I get to you left off Caddyshack, man. Yeah. Di- Harold Ramis's directorial debut, mm-hmm. uh, really star making. You fucking do Murray. this the next time, okay? You do this. <laughs> With your your stupid background makes it so nobody can see what you're doing. You're holding up nothing to me. <laughs> um, he couldn't but, uh, bother me cleaning up three bags of chips. I was so excited. I was so excited to talk about Bill Murray and Harold Remus. I forgot who they're up against. Who are they up against? Maya. Oh, Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig. Amazing talents, both. Um, but they do not have the body of work together on screen to come anywhere close to winning this round, as far as I'm concerned. I don't want to disrespect them in any way. Bridesmaids is amazing. I liked Wine Country a lot. And that's like not just them. There's like the whole crew of writing. Oh, it was fun. That was a fun one. I, I, I was, I would have loved to have Tina and Amy on this list too. They all, as far as I'm concerned, all four yeah. of them are great. But, uh, but yeah, unfortunately they just got whoever came up against Bill Murray and Harold Ramis for me, at least in the first round was going to have a hard time. So, yeah, I agree. I'm not going to drag it out. I'm going to vote for Bill as well. Uh, TJ, where are you going to go with this? And I fucking love bridesmaids. Um, me and my wife literally every day, about a half hour too long, but hell yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. (laughs) Every day me and my wife says, um, um, welcome to Germany. <laughs> fucking line. Help me, I'm poor. Help me, oh, I'm you We're doing this to be he's, Hitler. He's, he's, like fucking gonna do it. lose it every time. You're just gonna, you're just gonna shit in the street. Uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, it that's it's it's it sucks for me is because they're Kristen Wiig and Maya's like the fucking. They started off with a fucking not necessarily now, but bridesmaid was fucking just like hitting the fucking moon. And it's tough to hit that again. And then over and over again, I know they did Wine Country. I don't know what that movie is. I'm sure it's funny. Um, and that's another thing. I'm not sure how many other things. They've, they've done a lot of cameos and they've worked yeah. together. Like They're both in MacGruber, but they don't really have like, any scenes together in MacGruber and stuff. They're, part, they're partners. Kristen yeah. Wiig's pretty good in Paul also. Um, yeah, she's, I mean, we might have a whole list of people in Paul. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, I feel like yeah, Paul's going to be on somebody's pick in the next couple months. And also... Uh, Maya and Kristen haven't had their feud yet, which I'm sure will come one day, like Bill and uh, Harold had, where eventually it all fell apart. But before that happened, they He's made gonna die first. a comedic I'll go, I'll go Kristen. Well, maybe if one of the members of the duo isn't a big fucking asshole, it doesn't have to be like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Um, Kristen has her attitude, but that's not that. <laughs> I think that's the one thing that holds it, uh, that holds them back is they fucking they start off with a bang, and unfortunately. It's tough to hit that again, so I have to go with Bill Murray and Harold Ramis because the body works. It's tough. Bill Murray and Harold Ramis did it like four or five times. Exactly, in different ways. They did different things, and 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 then they have a nice connection where Kristen Wiig got to play a role in Ghostbusters, which was awesome for her, I'm sure. So Unfortunately, got a lot of backlash, but you know, I'm going yeah. with Bill Murray. Uh, Joe, it yeah, doesn't matter, but that yeah. would be my pick too. Bill Murray okay. and Harold Ramis. <laughs> Sorry, my um, Kristen. Nothing, yeah. nothing against you. No, that's no, tough. No, no. Um, and for those looking at the list saying like, there's no classics here. I wasn't going to put fucking nothing before the 80s because yeah. Joe got born yesterday. And I'm not going <laughs> to make, make you, these guys movie. look up a bunch of Laurel and Hardy <laughs> movies and fucking get. <laughs> yes. like Lucy and and Ollie, man, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. Stan and uh, Ollie. I watched Stan and Ollie. <laughs> Yeah, watch Stan and Ollie, John C. Riley. Uh, so the last uh, matchup of the first round, we have our Eddie Murphy and our Senior Hall from Coming to America. Period, because it's so fucking good that they have yep. to be here. Um, and they're they're gonna be in Coming to America too, which I kind of have hopes for, uh, but you never know. Uh, so there's Arsenio. Sir, was those are really the only one. That's the only one they didn't do any other collabs. Uh, they have, Arsenio? but technically, it's not a, a comedy. It's uh, Harlem Nights, and he. That's what I'm saying. Is Arsenio and Boomerang? Is Arsenio and Boomerang? No, they had a feud. So that's I kind of laughed because you said that they need a feud, Maya and Rudolph. Yeah. And Eddie and Arsenio had a feud, and now they come back together for comedy, <laughs> uh, for coming to America too. Uh, and they're up against. Coming. Two 
America, obviously. Back to the streets. Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) David Spade, Chris Farley, Black Shit, Tommy Boy, and SNL. Um, I start off. Yeah, I start off. Uh, Yeah, Uh, honestly, Coming to America probably is pound for pound one of the funniest movies ever made. Like, it's just fucking ridiculous. And the way that they... I feel like the reason why I voted for them to be on this on this is because not only are they hilarious together, they are also in charge of like six characters in between them yeah. in that movie alone. And each character is hilarious. Um, but uh, there's something about the energy and youth, usefulness of David Spade and Chris Farley. It was like watching two lovers that were destined to met to meet in front of the screen like the energy that chris farley could throw and how david would just receive it and react in a way that always made me laugh uh is something magical and it's sad that chris is no longer with us uh and david spade's career is tied to the dingus of adam sandler uh but it would have been awesome to see at hey, least the one dumbest person I work with really liked the wrong Missy. I love, uh-huh. I love the wrong Missy. So. <laughs> also, the dumbest person I podcast with liked it that was too. The fucking, <laughs> that was the fucking worst. I love it. <laughs> Dude, oh, oh, so much bad. I oh, someone needs to shoot Lauren Lapkus out of a cannon. Oh. oh my god. And I love well, Lauren Lapkus. Yeah, I like her too. Oh, but like, don't uh, do that again. So I'm voting David and Chris. Uh, <laughs> uh, where are you going with this one? Uh, I was Joan of Arc in my past life. That's one of my favorite lines of that fucking movie. Um, Coming to America, yeah, is a classic. Again, now we're sitting. We're gonna look at bodies of work. I know. Like, if Yusuf didn't say it, I was going to say it. The one thing they do have going for them, they're playing multiple characters, multiple different roles in this goddamn film. Um, But I don't think there's anything that really matched what David Spade and Chris Farley brought to the screen, like, chemistry-wise, because you could tell they were real friends in real life. Like, even if Arsenio and Eddie were super close at the time when that happened, I mean... Seth Rogen and James Franco, these people that we're doing buddy comedies with, you can feel some of the chemistry that comes off them, which gives them a lot of energy behind the roles. But nothing matches Chris Farley and David Spade. Tommy Boy's on in the background right now. Even like, if you ever listen to interviews of David Spade talking about Black Sheep um, and how they were kind of hampered down to be to not be as goofy as they wanted to be, and they kind of hurt them. They said they didn't get the film as much together. Like watching David Spade talk about Farley in the past tense and stuff like that, it just it hits you every time and you see these roles together with them playing the things. It makes you wish that, you know, Farley was still here doing the Adam Sandler movies, even if he replaced Kevin James, which he probably would have, um, and stuff like that. And a lot of the roles, I got to go Chris Farley. There's James. a weight limit in the set that we're trying to say. <laughs> you Yo. guy with another fat guy. Yes. Right? Yes. Oh, uh, man. We got, we got yeah, two I, big so bodies here. There could be more than one all. chubby guy in the, in yeah. the comedy. I'm with I think you. we're saying two zero. Yes, buddy. Two zero, we're saying the same. We're saying the same thing. Zero, Joe. Coming to America is one of the best movies of all time. One of the funniest movies of all time. I pound for pound, scene for scene, love that movie. But doing this bracket, I just wish they had a bigger body of work together. Yeah. All right, come and, on. And especially in comedy. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so I'll save it. I'm saving. I'm saving whatever argument I had for Chris Farley and David Spade for the next one. All right, the royal penis is clean. Yes. Oh, this bracket. All right, so we got next Simon Pegg and Nick Frost versus the Wayne's brothers, Sean and Marlon. Um, TJ, you start us off with this slobber knocker. This is fucking tough. This is tough. Ah, man, two brothers, two friends. They're two brothers. They're two brothers. <laughs> brothers in the actual sense that they're physically brothers. Um, yeah, yeah, that was the theme. That's, no, that's fine. Uh, I was just getting brothers. Into brothers. The Some context, men in living color, right? Context of the conversation. To me, no, I mean, that's the theme from their sitcom. 
I know. God damn it, Sean. We're brothers. Three. <laughs> flowing well. Can you can Three you catch the comedy in. chemistry that's flowing in here? Yeah, I was going to say, which, ooh, Joe and TJ should be there. on this bracket. Look at them nailing this. <laughs> They're killing it, these two. Oh, what? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh. Uh. Yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and. All right. All right. I mean, it's for me, it's uh, it's simple as this. I love Scary Movie. I love that. But Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have probably one of my favorite trilogies that doesn't connect at all. The Cornado trilogy. I love The World's End because of what it did to the, both them characters and got them play that basically, you know, take the roles and twist them around. Um, so, yeah, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg for me. Keep it simple. Um. Joe, we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna go with the Wayne's Brothers on this. No, That's... no argument. Does it? All right, cool. No, just, uh, the bra- no. no, I mean, I like it. I like I like a executive decision. It's like yeah, this no. is this is my vote. Carrot top movie, right? Chairman of the board. Thank you. All right, moving on. <laughs> See, there's the chemistry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Brian, there was one. Oh, yeah, you want us to guess shitty comedies of the 90s? <laughs> I can do that all day. Brian, 1 1. Simon or uh, the Waynes? Um, I think this, this, this uh, matchup will be where the like consistency of the quality of the work comes in. Um, I really like. Some of the Wayans Brothers stuff, and some of it is very, I consider it to be quite bad. Whereas all the Simon Pegg, Nick Frost stuff is very good to only okay, which, yeah. you know, that's pretty good. And they've got, you know, with the, the Cornetto trilogy plus Paul, four movies, that's quite a bit. And if you, you know, space should be, at least be in the back of your mind, you know, they have that almost matches up to as much. Now the Wayans brothers have done more, but still they, it's a healthy body of work. Yeah. So I feel pretty confident being able to go with, uh, uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost on this one. Yeah. Um, as much as I praised the Wayans and knocked off what on paper, like we said, looked like the favorites. Yeah. They had a killer first round. <laughs> um, it's hard for me to vote against the Cornetto trilogy. Um, uh, so Yeah. Uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Baby driver. (laughs) (laughs) Edgar Wright employed the cast of Baby Driver. (coughs) Hey, Edgar Wright isn't on the bracket, my man. Okay. (laughs) Stop trying to come come after John Hamm, man. He didn't do anything yet. Uh, Bill Murray, Harold Ramis versus David Spade and Chris. Barley, another great semi This is a, a generational battle here. Um, Joe. Thank God. Yeah, okay. Thank God I get to go last, if at all. Yeah. What's up? Oh, this is awesome. No, Did we lose Joe? That's <laughs> so... No fucking way. Come on. Oh, my God. There's no way. All right, what's the time code? 3442. Yeah. Since we need to hack this hour. Yeah, back. He's back. My internet, my internet cut off for some reason. Um, all right. So we're good. So yep. you're back. All right. Uh Bill Murray and Howard Ramis, I find uh like movies they do together, they're great collaborators. They produce hit after hit, but there were also group efforts there, more so with, you know, Ghostbusters, let's say, like, that's a lot of, um, God, what's his, what's fucking Wayne's, uh, what's his name? Rick Moranis. Uh, yeah, uh, Winston. No. Dan Aykroyd. No. Also, Ivan Reitman. Dan Aykroyd. That's a lot of Dan Aykroyd. Sorry, that's a lot of Dan <laughs> Aykroyd in that. <laughs> well, Dan Aykroyd Weaver? and Harold Ramis wrote the movie together. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver? So, just by put. Sigourney Weaver. My point. My point B. Yeah, but Harold Sorry. Ramis also can be credited for writing, for knowing how to write for Bill Murray, <laughs> and I think that should be factored in. Yeah. Okay. Ernie Hudson. <laughs> Bill Atherton. <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> oh, but then, then we have, but then we have Chris Farley. David Spade, and they Brian only Dennehy. did movies together. 
and there's you know it but each one like tj said earlier you could see their fucking energy jumping off screen so i don't know if that should discount them uh from not having the same body of work because how ramis and bill murray's body of work also died through a rotten friendship but it died in a great movie, so I'm going to have to give it to Bill Murray and Howard Ramis over Spade and Farley. So one died because of a shitty uh, personality, and another one died because of cocaine. Because of actual uh, death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian, uh, where are you going with this one? This, uh, I, I wish this, I mean, this could have been the final had these guys been on opposite sides of the bracket. This is a brutally, brutally hard one. Um, the, you know, obviously the output Harold Ramis and Bill Murray is incredible. Um, but percentage wise, so is, uh, you know, Chris Farley and David Spade. I was on the record when the movies came out, like I love Tommy boy. And when black sheet came out, you know, I was a teenager and I was like, this sucks. Just a rip off. It took me years and it wasn't until I was married and, you know, I sat down and finally watched it and, I was like, this is fucking great. It's really, really fun. It's a circle movie. It's really good. And it's like, it should just be up there right next to Tommy Boy as a two piece. There should be no. Sure. Um, sure. Yes. Right. What was okay. that? So I actually. Safe buff, Marshmallow Man. <laughs> I grew up with a black sheep being over Tommy Boy because I, that's what I saw first. Oh, so I was like, okay. That's, that's fucked up, but okay, I get and it. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> see that point until like a while after. And I was like, this is just a ripoff of Black Sheep. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, your world is just wrong, man. You're like the, you're, it's like you were raised in the room from room. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Jeremy was in Ghostbusters. So here's where I'm, okay, I'm like, like, like I said, I can't, I, I'm having a real hard time with this one, but here's where I landed on it. Spade and Farley fit the the fit the duo part of this better. They are un there's untetherable. Twenty five years later, still people think of David Spade and Chris Farley together. They only ever made two movies, but they made such an impact that they are like tethered together. Chris Farley didn't stop making movies after him and David Spade made Black Sheep. He made a bunch of other movies and he tried to partner with other people and nothing really stuck. Nothing is memorable. Nothing is even really good. Almost and hero. David Spade has gone on to have a long career and again, still the most memorable thing and the best thing he's ever been in are those two movies. Wrong so I think, tell you. That, I think that on the strength of the fact that they are more memorable as a duo, uh, Harold Ramis and Bill Murray work together a lot but in many different ways, sometimes on screen together, sometimes writer, actor, sometimes director, actor. And, you know, uh, I, th I, I think because they're less well known as a duo, I'm going to give my vote to Spade Farley. Jesus Christ. Wow. I, in this um, I think, you know, Joe, you shot yourself in the foot, I think, because you, you stumble upon a good point that, you don't think about Ramis when you're watching Bill Murray act in Groundhog Day. You should. I want to say that I do, and Bill, and also Harold Ramis has a cameo. He's the doctor. <laughs> yeah, um, but like you said that, and I think that was the seed that Brian grew into this beautiful, majestic voting for David Spade and Chris Farley tree. Uh, but yeah, that's it's a, it's a great argument to think about them as a duo and not as a comedy troupe which yeah or an ensemble which is a better argument for ghostbusters one and two um because i mean i can't even think well yeah i think i can think about the dad and tommy boy but outside of that like when you think about those two movies those are the only two faces that come up instantly in your head uh when you think about Groundhog Day is just Bill Murray when you think about Ghostbusters is like, you know, Sigourney even, Weaver. And even Stripes, Harold Ramis is the second lead in Stripes, but you really think of it as a Bill Murray movie. You don't think of it yeah. as like a duo movie of him. John it's like, Candy. well, yeah, John Candy. That's what I'm saying. It's like you have Bill Murray at the top and then like yeah. his left and right hand man. You got, you know, 
but you don't think of it as a movie. It's not like the Blues Brothers. When you think about the Blues Brothers, you think about two guys. Yeah. You know? All right. So I think we said that Seth Rowan and James Franco are the uh, United States version of Simon Pegg, but I think David Spade and Chris Farley are the true Simon Pegg and Nick Frost of the United States, and I want to see them in the finals, so I'm going to vote for Chris Farley and David Spade. Oh, shit. Um, and it's because of the argument that Joe used to vote for Bill Murray. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, man. It just made me think of uh, hey, a man. point. All no, my man. votes Dude, on it, this it fucking have gone kills me way. to vote against Harold Ramis. Like that's yeah. who I thought would win it. When I thought with you full went disclosure, full, full disclosure, Harold Ramis and Bill Murray came onto the bracket kind of late. But when I thought of them, I was like, oh, I'll also just hand it to them. Like this is yeah. a this is like the this is a winner. But like well, to sit there and the more I think about it guys. and like trying to compare the quality of the bodies of work and what how am I gonna pick? I you know. Hey, I, f- I ended up picking the fucking Wayans Brothers. I don't like most of their movies, so. <laughs> yeah, you're you're gonna tie this bitch, or you're gonna push on the the Farley David train. Uh, real fast, I want to give a shout out to Harold Ramis, also playing a supporting role in Knocked Up as Seth Rogen's father, yeah. and then another supporting role as the dean of the university in uh, the Orange Jack County. Hack. Yeah, yeah, that's a Orange great little County role in Orange County where they fast, slip him, they yeah. slip him ecstasy. He's all in the backseat, all r- rubbing on Colin Hanks and yeah, shit. Sure, man. Yeah. I'm sure Bill, I'm, I know Bill Murray is loved by a lot of people, but I gotta say Harold Ramis is the star in this duo. Um, TJ's my boy. That's my fucking boy. I'm sorry for calling him dumb <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I do love the wrong Missy. Uh, you also, like the wrong Missy, so like your boy needs an IED. I also love Ghostbusters 2 a lot. Um, there's, I love Harold Ramis and Bill Murray. Um, unfortunately, like you guys pointed out, as a fit on-screen duo, they don't stand out too much together. It's more of a, a you know, a group activity, whether it's John Candy or Dan Aykroyd. This is a bracket of top comedy collaborators. <laughs> uh, again, I'm going to save it for the end. Chris Farley, Davis Spade. Ooh, who would have thought that we would have Simon Pegg, David Spade, Nick Frost, and Chris Farley? America versus England, baby. Yeah, this is like the U.S. versus U.K. Yeah. <laughs> odd couple, odd couple comedy duo Olympics here. Yeah. All right. Uh, Fuck, I got Brian. Oh, thank Brian God. and me, the odd couple. Damn, I don't even want to do it. Can we just stop and give participation <laughs> trophies to everybody? <laughs> um, so, again, because, again, like, when you're looking at – we the groups we picked have all solid, you know, percentage-wise how many times they worked together versus how many of those were hits. Both these guys match up pretty well. Um and I, I think again, I'm gonna lean on who is gonna be more memorable. Who's like twenty? We're already twenty, twenty-five years in, and people still hold on to Farley and Spade. Whereas people love the Cornetto trilogy, but it's not like people are clamoring for more collaboration or like you know that. I, I don't know. I just don't I feel like they would be. Yes, we brought them up. They made this bracket, so obviously I can't be like they don't. They don't deserve to be mentioned in the same breath. But I think if you're looking at the legacy, they are a finalist in this right. They, they, they made bracket. it to the final, so I don't think I need to qualify this with do they belong here. But I, yeah. I guess if you're picking one over the other, who is and you literally have to look at who is whose legacy is going to be more influential and more iconic. I'm probably going to give it to Far. I got to give it to Farley and Spade. Yeah. But Brian, would you say Farley and Spade's legacy is a lot like the Confederacy, although shortly lived, is more impactful? TJ, mark this off. (laughs) Here to here. Snip, snip. Joe's guys, guys. Joe doesn't know what he's saying. He's tired from being out late defending the Columbus statue. So (laughs) cut him up. Cut him some slack. Been very busy. I didn't. I'm just stating. Uh, I was just stating states' rights facts, guys. I don't know what you're talking about. So we got one more for David. Um, fuck, actually, yeah. Um, 
So just I feel one, like not one more, just one. I'm the first voter. <laughs> so we got we got one. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, I, I love the Cornetto trilogy for sure. And just like David and Chris, whenever I think about either Nick or Simon, instantly I think about the other. They are both uh, eternally tied to one another. But the argument was made in the opening round. I think it was Brian, and I think it's a fair argument. Is this really a duo or is it really a trio with Edgar Wright? Um, Full sort. Just on the, like, I don't even need to watch. Like, the same movies. guy didn't direct Tommy Boy and Black Sheep, but no, they both yeah, hit just even, fine. You know what yeah, I mean? They I both smoked. To, like, like, I don't even need to watch their movies. I know this is Father's Tale film, but, like, their SNL run alone and their chemistry translated into the movies. And that's why those two movies are fucking amazing. Spade couldn't do a scene without breaking. Yeah, girls for life. (laughs) (laughs) Down by the river. Um, So that's Bob Odenkirk. Everybody, Bob Odenkirk wrote Matt Foley. Guys, oh, oh, he he didn't make it. Brian, stop trying to shove him. Well, he should have been on this list. The big star now. Didn't make it. He's fucking didn't make it. Um, They need a movie though. He directed the brothers Solomon. (laughs) Well, that that does it all. Put the brothers Solomon on. (laughs) <laughs> Will Ferrell and Will Arnett they just won the bracket they're a, they're a dark horse <laughs> with a young Kristen Wiig might I add no Will Forte isn't it Will Forte oh I did say Will Ferrell didn't I sorry Will Ferrell oh, Will Arnett Will Cancel. and honestly much better like Will Forte and uh, Will <laughs> next Brian's gonna be like watch Run Ronnie Run it's like dumb and dumber but better I, I feel like David Spade and Chris Man. Farley are the prototypical comedy duo the Fucking straight man and the crazy ass fucking. I bet you, if you ask Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, they would say they were inspired by. Oh, I bet. Farley, one hundred percent. But yeah, I'm gonna vote for David and Chris Farley. I didn't expect this, but I love it. I mean, I'm with it. I'm. I didn't expect this either. Very surprising. Our brackets always go weird. Yeah. Yeah. We had Claws win Best Santa, so like. (laughs) We had recency bias. Uh, TJ, so oh, are you man. gonna push it to Joe, or are you gonna stop the man bun from push having an opinion? <laughs> These are man two bun power away. These are two <laughs> completely different on-screen relationships. Uh, me growing up, so my best friends. Um, as much as I loved you, my favorite thing to do was rag on you. And David Spade and Chris Farley have that like hate each other, love each other type of chemistry on screen where Nick Frost and Simon Pegg is more of like wow. a romance type of a thing, especially yeah. the end of the dead with like the, the video and we talked about. Yeah. They play more range too. Yes. We have, we did mention that before, oh, man. I mean, I would love for this uh, bracket to be a little bit more, you know, you know, uh, crazy towards the end, but unfortunately with my heart, I have to go with the, the comedic duo that's, for me really started at all especially at a young age it's it's farley and spade i mean joe i'd love to get your points in for this no but... he has a man bun he can't talk to, <laughs> uh, to me there's un- unfortunately there's no contest all right four movies to two these two movies blow those four out of the way as much as i love hot fuzz and Shaun the dead which are the top tiers yes i'm going yeah. farley. My, my, my new hairstyle uh or we're always gonna go with farley and spade on this. It's a fucking sweep. Yep. I'm really, uh, I legitimately am really surprised because of how, like, I thought that for sure that how few movies they had done together would hurt them and wouldn't, they wouldn't be able. To, but like, you have to kind of look at it percentage wise and like balance yeah. the whole scale of how they, of uh, you know, screen and, time it's together. Just, it's hard. And it's like hard I said, to like, ignore SNL. Yeah, it's hard. And once I started thinking about like, they're the first one. They're probably the first one that came to your mind when you started thinking about making this oh, yeah. bracket. And that says something. That should be. That has to be factored in, like their their legacy and like how long they've remained relevant despite being, you know. I think you hit the the real point home with them being like, you still think of them. They're standing the test of time. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's what happens when you're old. You can 
Talk about test of time. <laughs> imagine if David Spade was in Beverly Hills Ninja. That's all I'm going to say. Could you just fucking imagine, all right? But yeah, well, uh, maybe I, not Beverly Hills Ninja, but he definitely should have been in uh, what was the almost what was the one almost famous? No, it's not almost, almost famous. Heroes. Almost heroes. Almost there heroes. You go. Yeah. Like why but wasn't no, that was them that? trying to? That was them trying to give Matthew Perry uh, to capitalize on friends. We already had fools rush in. What more do you people want? And, and eight uh, heads in the duffel bag, nine right? Nine yards, something like that. The, the, yeah, the whole nine yards. Yeah, oh, I like yards. those. Whole, I like the whole nine yards. That was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, great point, Brian. I when I wrote the list, when I pitched this idea to you guys, it was Will Ferrell, Chris Farley, and then the Simon Pegg. So those three were the first one that I thought about. I can't believe Ferrell. That was crazy. A lot of, they got shut out in the first round. They were that's, 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 say, that's wild. I that just feels like a big upset, but it was a good one. Well, points well made all around. To add to the honorable mentions, I do feel like a lot. A lot of folks would be upset because we just skipped over Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. But what I want to say is they put out two mediocre movies and they're <laughs> a great comedy writing duo that kind of are better friends and stay out of each other's well, projects. And, yeah, and all their best work, although it's like 30 Rock is a top tier. Everybody's, ooh, Parks and Rec. Fuck that. 30 Rock is like 10 times the show that Parks and Rec is. Yeah, because they and, got blackface. So let's. They use blackface really well, you guys. Let me defend, <laughs> guys. I want to end this podcast by defending blackface. Where <laughs> <laughs> can the people find you, people? TJ, what's up? <laughs> you guys are on Flyers State of Film YouTube right now. Check out our recent episode, episode fifty-two, just dropped, where we talked about Twister and a whole bunch of fun stuff. Uh, we have some flybys. We just dropped me and Yusuf talking uh, the Five Bloods and Vast of Night. You, uh, Brian and Yusef have Planet of the Apes. Me and Joe have some 90s sports films. Guys, check all the, the 48th episodes. anniversary of Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Ooh, so that yeah, is relevant. Awesome. Very relevant. It's going to stay relevant. So Brian much Brian and I have something topical coming up. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Are we doing that? What's, what are we doing? Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll talk <laughs> there. We'll talk after. Beast of, uh, of Nation and be... Birth of a Nation. They're going to talk about... Oh, damn. The, the two Births of a Nation? Damn. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we, uh, are the, we are the people... Yeah, we are the people qualified to talk about those two films. That's right. Who better? Who better uh, to talk about? You can find me with all these mistakes on Twitter at Chindangle1 and uh, enjoying our flyover content. Go follow Joe and tell him to stop fucking doing a man bun. Brian, where can the people find you? Uh, you know, you can find me on Twitter at Herskillies. Um, and you can find me here at Flyover State of Film, the uh, podcast with the 50% red beard ratio. So Yeah. Uh, Wildlovemovies.com. Bye. Bye.